Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. With your host, Pastor Jeremy Maynard. You know his motto. He's excited to be alive. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five, four, Let's get the conversation started. Deuteronomy 6, verses 6 to 9, and then Ephesians 3.20, Deuteronomy 6, 6 to 9, and these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in thy heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house. And when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. Ephesians 3.20 Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Abba. Thank you, Lord, for a literacy by your word. As you admonish us to read and teach our, the word to those that come behind us, the younger ones, Bless them in their mind that they may retain your word. Bless their heart that they may hold and keep your word. Bless their imaginations as you give them dreams and visions and cause them to problem solve and even imagine better than their current state. Bless us as dads and leaders and grown folk to also read. Hallelujah. Read your word and read the signs so that we may operate in wisdom, hope, and confidence. We thank you, Lord, for victory. In the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen and amen and amen. Hadarah, is that you? Hey, my brother. <laughs> How are you doing this evening? I know we have another caller on the line. We're gonna we're gonna talk to that caller in a second. Um, you say you about to say you're excited to be alive. I know you are. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm excited to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, 
were designed with a mind, abilities that can see beyond what is physically visible and see things that have happened, <clears throat> see things that may happen, could happen, see things that will happen in some cases, but do not exist, but we can enjoy them right now in our imagination. And we as fathers and leaders play an important role through reading in the imagination of the children or the generations behind us so that they can assemble ideas, make peace, have hopes and dreams and wisdom and put those together to see the patterns and the principles so that they can ascertain the possibilities and transform them and and turn them and use them as power for great pursuits and even so that they have confidence and expectation so that in the time of need they can be creative and invent things as necessary. So we're going to discuss the importance of reading as it activates imagination and the dad's role in guiding children to the best uses of imagination through reading. So Elder Ron, uh, a resident yes. reader and leader. <laughs> um, as a youngster, you know, I, I used to like comic books. You know, my folks used to, you know, because, you know, they didn't want me to just stay there and just watch the the, the Kung Fu movie or the, the, the college football game and, and that'd be it, you know. After we finished our chores, we'd have to walk to the library and read something. You know, very often I find every, uh, books on aeronautics and all sorts of things, um, things that mm. have sparked my interest. You know, popular mechanics, I'd go to the magazine section and always go to the books. Sometimes I would go to the magazines and, 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 and popular mechanics and aeronautics and uh, car and driver and stuff, uh, stuff like that. <laughs> and, of course, mm-hmm. the product of if we can find some comic books, we find those too. Um, but there's something about reading and imagination um, that causes us to see beyond where we are and connect to other spaces and places, past, present, and future. So, Ron, in your experience, our resident reader and leader, uh, how has reading affected your imagination? Oh, man, I, I would not, I can honestly say half of the ideology and the thoughts and the way I think and move would have not happened if I had not been someone who read. And for me, reading was my therapeutic um, way of coping with what I was dealing with when I was a child. Yeah. And, um, and it fast became my hobby. And it started like you, reading combo. I actually started reading um, the cartoons in the newspaper. (laughs) That too. (laughs) I started reading comic books, and the comic books was, you know, that was like just secondary for me. I just read, read, read. But then that created the atmosphere of, of course, we know with comic books, the characters create things for you. You either start mm-hmm. relating yourself to the characters in some form or shape or fashion as a child. Most of the time, it's, some, it's one of the superheroes. You either relate mm-hmm. to Batman, you know, Superman, or Green Hornet, or Spider-Man, or, or, or Daredevil, you know, whoever it may be, that character that, that really intrigues you the most. Mm-hmm. And what intrigues you about that is usually the uh, attributes that they have. Whatever power they use mm-hmm. has a way of you. And that's how you get in town into that character. And you start imagining yourself as that character. Mm-hmm. Start doing what the character's doing. You dream and you in that suit and you're doing the same thing. And a lot of times <laughs> we wind up with the character in the book. And then if the parents go to the toy store and you just happen to go to one of those that carry those kind of uh, dolls or, or toys, 
Now you get to actually have one that represents the one in the in the in the comic book, and you can start playing the part now. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it translates from your mind to your actual action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and coming up with all kinds of scenarios for this, this, and most of the time it's a it's a toy figure. Yeah. Now you know you come up with the scenarios for the toy figure. You know whether you're going to be on the and usually it's the table, the chair, the the, the bookshelf. You come up with all these other things. You figure out how you're going to make this this figure come to life. But it's all within your mind that now your imagination has the ability to actually project itself into real time. Right. And as I did that, I started getting into other things. I began to read just as much. And that took that imagination and took it into other things that weren't related to toys or, or to, to cartoon characters or, or figures in a, in a comic book. I started seeing real life, and I was picturing myself in real life doing things. And, you know, I, I became a child that loved stuff that had to do with the military. So mm-hmm. I, I engrossed myself in that. So, you know, I could see myself as a Marine. I could see myself <laughs> in the Army. I could see myself on a... On, on a destroyer, I can see myself as as a fighter pilot, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I in the tank and you know and what it was doing, it I think what that does for a child is it it helps them to expand their thought of what their possibility of what they can be, mm-hmm. and sets you in place to head towards where daddy needs you to go to begin with. And he's using the things around you to begin to stimulate that imagination as he preps you and, and leads you and guides you in your small little self. Um, mm-hmm. you, you said it just at the beginning of the show. Look at the things that you kept on being pulled towards, geared towards to read, and then mm-hmm. look where it took you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That what you doing interesting thing was going to land you where you were and where you are today. Amen. And it took me to another thing, which was hobbies. You know, putting together hobbies, that became a big part of my life. And that started because of seeing things in the comic books. Now and I had the ability to see the same little, you know, the stories and battleships that I saw in the comic book or in, mm-hmm. or in the magazine. Now that I saw them in the store, and I could actually have it and put it together myself and then play war with it. That's a powerful thing, uh, but you know what we have to do, right? We have to go to a go to Yep. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be right back. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Georgia supporters of Further and Fathering. You are cordially invited to our Momentum Initiative Lord sponsored by Mayor Anthony Ford of the city of Stockbridge on Saturday, September 23rd at Merle Manders. RSVP now. Brother and Father is proud to announce the launch of Men of Henry County with a focus on empowering men, strengthening families, and transforming communities as we rise together on a journey of health, support, and growth. Supported by Mayor Ford, Stockbridge, where communities connect. Sponsored also by United Way, connecting Henry and Groovy Bruce. We look forward to seeing you at the launch. Reserve your seat. HTTPS, colon, forward slash forward slash bit.ly forward slash 3SP0I9E. We hope to see you there. Go to www.furtheringfathering.org to register. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we are back. We are back. You are now listening to the best fatherhood radio show. In the world. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Radio Show. 
Yes, the brothers are back in the building, developing a legacy of literacy, reading with your kids to enhance imagination. Uh, uh, Elder Ron, you started talking about hobbies. Hobbies and how reading enhanced the imagination and took you from comic from comic strips to comic books to hobbies. How the hobbies play, play a role with the uh, imagination and, and how reading even led to that. Well, you know, it's, you know, it's ironic that when you take something that you see inside of something written, you can't do anything but read it and imagine. But when you mm-hmm. see the same object actually in real time where you can physically touch it and hold it and, and look at it, and now you can translate all the thoughts you had about as you read in the or you saw in the comic book, you can now, you know, move those into reality to a physicality now. So what you can imagine, you can actually create that atmosphere in real time. Now, you mm-hmm. see the ship, you got the ship, and the ship is on the water. Well, how do you do that? You go to the bathroom, you pour mm-hmm. some water in the tub, and you put your ship on the water. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And you got more than one ship, you have battles. <laughs> or if you got three soldiers, you create a battlefield. If you don't already, if some of the toys, if you get the real nice sets, some of them come with a lot of those extras. So if you, mm-hmm. if you really go to a shop and you're really into hobbies, and there's a difference between the one at the corner store and there's the one where the store is a real hobby store and they got all the accessories and, you know, the treats. You tell some people who are in the hobbies, they build a whole landscape. Mm-hmm. They can build they can bring forth, like, say, Civil War, the Battle of Bull Run. They got everything, mm-hmm. all the men, all the horses, the artillery. You can do that. And for me, it costs a lot because I wanted to actually play war with my hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually trying to blow stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, sometimes the imagination is destructive, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't real enough. You know, I got tired of, you know, <laughs> you know, you know all the sounds we made. You know, and you told me nothing. That got boring, man. Everything. <laughs> so I had to come up with something else to do that. So of course I'm not gonna say, but I came up with some other ideas that wasn't too smart. Uh, thank God I never got hurt, but my mama did get a little upset with me one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 read it. Uh, <laughs> well, 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 you know that's that's sometimes a very often when we as little when we were little guys that we would do. But then there's also the little girls. The little girls uh, are, are, are given dollies and and. Uh, Bake easy bake ovens and what have you. Uh, that's those are the toys. But you know, uh, uh, the reading uh, really sparks imagination, and yes, reading does. enhances our imagination of various, a variety of cognitive, emotional, and creative processes. Mm-hmm. Here, uh, here's how it, it forces uh, imagination, enhances imagination also. Number one is mental visualization. When yes. we read, we create mental images. Those mm-hmm. images do not exist in space and time. We create mental images of the characters, of the settings, and the events that we read and interpret from text. This mental visualization exercises our brain's ability. Some people, like myself, I, uh, I was a little kid that my mother would take on trips because I could, mm-hmm. I could always picture the way to go home. Like directions flow like a movie in my head. So I would mm-hmm. say, oh, that gas station was there. That tree was there. That barn and the horse was there. 
this was there so you make a right right here right and and um that's mental visualization it's a fundamental right. aspect also of imagination because you can start at with the template of what you actually see or read but then your mind can take it further it can go beyond the limits of what we're bound to physically and what we actually see in reality. So mental visualization is an important thing that can be developed when we read. Number two, empathy and perspective. Reading allows us to step into the shoes of characters from diverse backgrounds and experiences. This encourages empathy and helps us see a world from a different perspective, expanding our imaginative capacity to understand and relate to others. In other words, it fosters quality relationship that is not limited in familiarity. It broadens your Mm -hmm. perspective, which allows you to become familiar with something that is not readily available to you physically. You can go beyond the borders of your environment and enter into another area, not even another area of age, a different demographic of age, uh, sex, religion, all sorts of different uh, uh, things that you, you see differently based on the characters that you're reading in a reading about in a book, whether it be biographical or whether it be uh, a completely uh, imaginative uh, um, and uh, a, a, a completely made up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so uh, uh, it allows you to visualize and become empathetic of other mindsets, other thought patterns, and uh, become more amenable. To an understanding and not immediately uh, judge, but understand with some level of empathy where others are coming from. Number three, language and vocabulary become extended and expanded and enhanced. When oh, you read a wide range of words, phrases, and language structures, your vocabulary, and the vocabulary becomes the strength not only of your reading, but of your understanding, the more you're able to articulate uh, with definitive and descriptive language, the more you will understand and are able to communicate what is going on. Number four, creative thinking, such as fiction, fantasy, uh, uh, and others, sci-fi, what have you, uh, as we talked about comic books and uh, as the kids are into manga now, which is which is uh, 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 the the Japanese comic books which you read from uh, 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 right to left instead of left to right, and uh, um, from the back of the book to what we call the back of the book to the front of the book, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is the front of their book. <laughs> but uh, um, many books with fiction and fantasy uh, and imaginative uh, creative ideas cause you to think beyond here and now and even the possibilities of what happens uh, here and now. It, it, you encounter unique concepts, uh, fantastical worlds, uh, unconventional scenarios, and it stimulates your own creativity and encourages us to think outside the box. Um, back when I was at the World Trade Center, I think I said this before on another show at another time, um, that I used to have I, I was a Star Wars head. When we, at the at the World Trade Center, Five World Trade Center, uh, uh, where we worked, when I was at Morgan Stanley, Dean Witter, and underneath uh, my office was Borders Bookstore. <laughs> and yeah. you know, oh, yeah. right now we only yeah. have Barnes and Nobles. You can't find Borders no, anywhere. Yeah. You can't find Borders anywhere in New York right now. But but, but Barnes and Nobles yeah. are still around. Yeah. Yeah, they went completely out of business. Exactly. So uh, um, I used to go to Borders 
on my lunchtime and, and leave through some of the Star Wars books. And if I liked the way it started, I would buy it. <laughs> and I had a whole collection on my desk, which unfortunately was lost in 9-11. But um, uh, um, the creative thinking, and it's, it's no accident that uh, Star Wars, because it's creativity, incorporating culture, uh, incorporating uh, uh, politics and, uh, and various warrior types and, and what have you, and archetypes, uh, that it has lasted for this long, and it's still one of the number one uh, money-producing uh, 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 universe, universes, uh, creative universes that are around. But but the creativity mm-hmm. is what what drew me in the first place uh, from from the very first movie. But reading the books took you to other spaces because it took so long, but years between each movie back in the day. Now they kind of mass producing, right, right. but but um. Back then, you, you have to you have to wait. So to fill the gap, you would have to read and imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, number the next one. Oh, the next one is problem solving. Stories often involve characters facing a dilemma, a challenge, or solving some type of difficulty that they that they're facing, uh, some struggle that they're going through. And reading about these situations encourages us to think critically, uh, to critique all the options, come up with creative solutions. Uh, This problem-solving aspect of reading can be applied to our real life. And the situations, uh, it enhances our ability uh, to come up with an imaginative alternative solutions. And, oh, my goodness, it's time that we go on a break. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Welcome all Georgia supporters of Furthering Fathering. You are cordially invited to our monumental initiative launch sponsored by Mayor Ford of the City of Stockbridge on Saturday, September 23rd at Merle Mandarin. RSVC now. Go to www.furtheringfathering.org and register. Furthering Fathering is proud to announce the launch of Men of Henry County with a focus on empowering men, strengthening families, and transforming communities as we rise together on a journey of health, support, and growth. Supported by Mayor Ford of the City of Stockbridge where Community Connect, also supported by United Way, connecting Henry and Groovy Blues. We're looking forward to seeing you there at the launch. Preserve your seat. HTTPS, colon, forward slash, forward slash, B-I-C dot L-Y, forward slash, 3-S-T-0-I-9-E. Go to the Brother and Father website. And register. Yes, yes, yes. You are now listening to the best fatherhood radio show in the world. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Um, I would be remiss that there's a little bit of heaviness on the heart of us at Furthering Fathering, as um, we, our hearts are extended to my best friend, Lamont Jones, uh, and to also our board member, our vice president of our board, uh, Pastor Mark T. Witzel, as uh, both families uh, on the same day uh, lost uh, vital members, uh, a brother and a father, and uh, both of whom I knew uh, and, and, and loved, and uh, we... we uh, are going to give one moment of silence and be, and start again. Thank you. Thank you. Today we are developing a leg- legacy of literacy, reading with your kids to enhance imagination. You know, uh, we just went through, we're going through that list of, you know, what happens when you read, and you especially 
What happens to our creativity or our imagination when we read? Well, we just went through problem solving. The next thing is it makes connections and associations. You know, one of the magic things happens as you go through a reading journey, especially with a child. They read the words and understand and imagine, yes. But what happens is they start to be able to make in, capture the inferences and the leading of ways they, they become a little more in-depth in their problem-solving and making connections and associations. And that's what happens. You, reading allows us to connect ideas from different sources. So you remember what happened in another book that happened just like what's happening in this book. And you link those concepts from book, one book to another, and the information uh, starts to form uh, an understanding of a, of a concept that can happen again and again. These connections foster a broader and more imaginative perspective on various topics. Also, reading stimulates emotions. That's the next one. Reading can evoke a wide range of emotions from joy to excitement to sadness and empathy. Uh, uh, these emotional responses enhance our ability to understand, to empathize, to care about the characters and situations that have similitudes that are similar and, uh, and can even be happening to people you know around you or hear about. Our imagined, uh, 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 as we imagine, we engage with the story and our, uh, the understanding becomes more and more profound. Next, reading enhances the inspiration for creativity. Reading, especially reading those things with great imaginative storytelling, can inspire our own creative endeavors. We can serve as a source. It, the book itself can serve as a source uh, uh, for writing, for art, for music, and other creative pursuits. Uh, uh, um, inspiration uh, is like the 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 small candle that bends over and touches the the wick of the other candle and lights it up. Sometimes our aha moments happen during reading. Also, cognitive flexibility. You become more flexible in your thinking. When you're exposed to different narrative styles, different genres, and different techniques in storytelling, this diversity encourages flexibility in your thinking or cognitive flexibility, allowing us to adapt and switch between various imaginative modes. And then finally, of, of this group, memory and recall. That's something that reading, uh, especially books, does. Because you, you may have read 20 pages. <laughs> and and, you, and you, it's not until 20 pages later you see how an action that took place early has, has come into play and affects what's going on now. So memory mm -hmm. and recall are also enhanced by reading by engaging in complex narratives such as mysteries, right, and whodunits. Uh, uh, the characters in the book require us to remember details, plot lines, and character traits. Also, uh, uh, other small details that were, were brought up will come to bear later on in the story. So this exercises memory and recall and strengthens the mental faculties. It contributes to a robust imaginative capacity. So that's how, um, yeah, that's some of the things that happen when we read. But you know, Elder Ron, a lot happens in our brain, our physical brain, when we read. Um, there, there's yes. a lot that happens into our, our soul when we read. So, I guess until the next break, we're going to talk about the brain a little bit and uh, what happens to a brain, especially a formative brain, a, a young brain that is being uh, 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 stimulated by reading. 
the process of imagining what we read uh, impacts and involves various regions of our brains, especially those that are associated with activity, visualization, and language processing. Mm -hmm. When we engage, when we engage with text and create mental images of scenes, characters, and events, several brain regions are activated. Number one, the prefrontal cortex. This region is responsible for high-order cognitive functions, including creativity and imagination. Uh, It plays a crucial role in combining and manipulating information from other parts of the brain to form new ideas and mental images. It also helps in planning and organizing using imaginative thoughts. The visual cortex. The visual cortex is another part that's affected when we read. When we read and imagine scenes, the visual cortex becomes active. This is the part of the brain that processes visual information, usually from outside, but also from inside in our imagination. And it aids in creating mental pictures based on the textual description. Our interpretation of what we read becomes pictures in our mind. Mm-hmm. The temporal lobes, the temporal lobes, the temporal lobes are involved in language comprehension and processing. As we read and imagine, these areas of the brain want to interpret and understand words on the page and convert them into mental imagery. So the, the temporal lobes. Then the hippocampus. The hippocampus is responsible for memory formation and memory retrieval. It plays a role in con- constructing mental images by retrieving relevant information from our memory, such as characteristics of characters and settings. So they work together with the other four, four portions that we just talked about to create pictures. Then there's the out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amygdala, the, am, the amygdala, which is a almond-shaped structure in the brain and is associated with our emotions. When we read and become emotionally engaged with the story or its characters, the amygdala becomes active, adding depth and emotional richness to our imaginative experience. It makes it feel real. Not, uh, it seems you, you feel like you're there emotionally. Then the default mode network, the DMN, is a network of interconnected brain regions that becomes active when your mind is at rest and not focused on external tasks. It, it is involved in daydreaming, self-reflection. So you wonder why what happens when you start reading, right? <laughs> You start going veering bar- off, right? This is who's responsible for it. Yeah. <laughs> it. It involves daydreaming, self-reflection, and mind-wandering, processes closely related to imagination. When we, are, when we immerse ourselves in a book, the DMN can become engaged as we mentally explore the story and the world that the story lives in. And then the last one is the angular gyrus or gyrus. This region of the brain is associated with semantic processing and the integration of information from other sensory modalities. In other words, it takes the words and the meanings and processes them. It it links words to images. It helps us to see what we're reading. You know what people say? You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, this is part of the brain. This is the part of the great brain that helps you to see what you're reading. <laughs> it allows us to create a cohesive and imaginative experience. So, so we're designed, we're fearfully and wonderfully made, so that the different parts of what the Most High made, you know, you know, you know, a systems always cry out. A system always cry out that there's a mind behind it. <laughs> that their parts that don't just start 
working together just to start working together. You don't just get up one day, things that, especially inanimate things, to say, you know what, we're going to work together today to do so-and-so. No, no, no. Those things have to be assembled. And the meaning and purpose of things has to be uh, already designed before there's assemblage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so he were fearfully and wonderfully made to imagine. Uh, 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 even, you ever watch a dog sleep? <laughs> it's it's uh-huh. running in its sleep. It is running in its sleep. Well, 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 that dog is dreaming and imagining running in the field or <laughs> or digging up a bone or chasing a cat <laughs> or a squirrel. They be doing when you be seeing the little cartoon stuff. The dog dreaming. That's what he yeah. got on his mind. <laughs> <laughs> or just knowing that 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 that, that uh, you know the. The dog owner has come home. You know, see the tail wagging, yeah, or what have you. Mm-hmm. So are they, here, are they here? Are they here to pull up in the driveway? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Ron, you know, it, yeah. You know, did you ever draw things just from scratch? Did you ever just make something up and just draw stuff? Did you ever, you know, I know you had your your, your toy soldiers, but, uh, uh, and you created scenarios, you know, combat <laughs> scenarios, uh, strategic combat scenarios. But um, you know, they talked earlier about a link between art and creative thinking. That reading something can spark. I know as a former MC that I could read something and, and, and that would spark some lyrics. It would. <laughs> it would spark some lyrics. It would take me in a different direction. Sometimes I'm listening to one thing and uh, the creative part of me is creating something completely different based on what was heard or what was said or what was read. Uh, so did that something like that happen with you? It happened with me, not with that way but in sports Mm. I would take my imagination would conjure up and I would apply it into whatever activity I was doing whether Mm. it was me uh, playing basketball uh, Mm -hmm. I pictured myself doing something and then I would actually go on the court and practice on it oh wow you know until I could do it and really really do it and a lot of times I'd, I'd play games and wasn't, well, the next time I go down court with the ball, I'm going to do this move. No, the right. move's in me, but it happened into something happened in the action of the game that made me do that without even thinking about it. Oh, so, so it became second nature. It became second nature. That's awesome. That's awesome. Guess what time it is, though? <laughs> you know, just things just happen, man. You know, it, it depended on what situation I was in that I had to do something different than what would be normal mm-hmm. in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I would do it and be like looking like, did you just see what he just did? How did you like take for instance for um passing the ball? I would come down the court and I would be watching my teammates running and mm-hmm. I could look at and I actually began to imagine how many steps it would take for a person to get to a certain spot. Mm-hmm. And then I would fall based on what I imagined. Uh-huh. And they would hit that spot ball right in their hands, and they would either lay it up or dunk it. And everybody's oh, looking cool. like, how did you know that? They're like, how did you know that? How could you see? Or I go up to shoot the ball and on a layup, and two players would go up with me, and now I can't get the shot to the backboard or to the rim, but I would wrap it around one of the guys and pass it the opposite direction to one of my teammates, and he wasn't expecting it. He wound up getting hit in the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, and then he's like, he said, do that. You know, or I catch the pass, and I'm going down court with it, as I catch it, and I know the guy's behind me, and I bounce it back between my legs to the guy trailing me, and he catch it and lay it up. 
and the defense mm-hmm. is looking like heaven, I wasn't even looking mm-hmm. because I anticipated these things and mm-hmm. I practiced doing them. So now when the opportunity presented itself, it became instinct. I just did it. I didn't think awesome. much about what I was doing. Awesome, awesome. But you know what we have to do? It's time for us to go to a break. That time. Yes, 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 yes. Georgia supporters, you are cordially invited to our monumental initiative launched, sponsored by Mayor Ford of the city of Stockbridge on September 23rd at Merle Manders. RSVP now. Further following is proud to announce the launch of Men of Henry County with a focus on empowering men, strengthening families, and transforming communities as we ride together on the journey of faith, support, and growth. Supported by Mayor Ford, City of Stockbridge, where community connects. Also supported by United Way and Connecting Henry and Groovy Blues. We look forward to seeing you there. At the launch, reserve your seat at www.furtheringfathering.org. And if you can hit the link on our Facebook or any social media, it's HTTPS forward slash forward slash CIC.LY forward slash 3F E0I9E. We look forward to seeing you there. You are invited to our monumental march of the men of Henry County, and you are listening to the best fatherhood radio show in the world. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. And we're, we're now in the fourth quarter. You were talking basketball, and we're now in the fourth quarter, and we're talking about developing a legacy of literacy, reading with your kids to enhance imagination. So we were, we were talking about, uh, you, were, you were talking about basketball, but you know there are, we talked about the brain also in the last segment, but reading also impacts the soul. The soul is understood as the will, the mind, mm-hmm. the emotions. And here's how each aspect is by reading the will, which makes the decisions. What happens when you read? Motivation and inspiration. Reading can inspire and motivate uh, you by exposing you to stories of resilience, stories of determination, and stories of success. It can strengthen your willpower, knowing that someone else did it, and drive to pursue your goals and aspirations. Another thing that is developed within the will is your character, character development within books, where characters are depicted facing moral dilemmas and making good choices. These stories can prompt a reader to reflect on their own lives, own ethics, their own decision-making, and also influence their will to make more conscious, wise, and principled choices and decisions. That's the will. Now the mind. The mind is the the library that captures all of the information, but it also is the consigliere, the advisor of the will. The mind influences the will to make decisions. So the mind receives knowledge and learning when you read. Reading is a primary source of knowledge acquisition. Mm -hmm. Because we not only read words, we read situations. We read the room. We read body language. So the mind captures the information and stimulates intellectual curiosity and expands the mind by introducing new possibilities, new ideas, new concepts, and information across various subjects, styles, genres, and disciplines. Also, you're able to critique, 
choose things, but the mind is actually doing this. The, the will is actually doing this, but it's pulling it from the mind. Uh, 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 you're able to make analysis and evaluate various arguments, perspectives, opinions, and uh, it strengthens your cognitive abilities. And, and your imagination, which is also part of the will, is enhanced uh, by what is in the mind. As uh, uh, you read, imagination and creativity uh, 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 allow you to visualize and empathize and engage with the content and the, and the world around you once you stop reading. And then the emotions. And empathy, reading fiction in particular, is known to enhance empathy. Uh, while when readers connect emotionally with characters or real-world people and their experiences deepens their understanding of their emotions and perspectives, so very often what will not be in an interview will be said in depth in a biography. And you can hear the full mm-hmm. thought of a person. And, and when you hear a full thought, you engage them on a deeper level. And this emotional context, uh, connection leads to increased empathy and understanding of the person you're reading about. It also becomes an emotional catharsis. It, it, it's an emotional outlet. It, 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 it's a safe space to explore and process emotions as you, you relate to the, the characters, feelings, and challenges. And then finally, entertainment enjoyment. Um, reading <laughs> can bring joy. It, it, a, a wide range of emotions, uh, from joy to laughter to sadness and nostalgia. The emotional journey of a well-written book can be a source of joy and a place of an emotional outlet and providing emotional mm-hmm. balance and, a, and enrichment. Reading calms you down. <laughs> uh, reading calms you down uh, um, in a way that seeing it live may speed things up. Reading it has a, has the opposite effect. It calms you down, and it, it slows you up. You, sometimes you miss something. You say, "Let me read that again." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let me read that again. So, so after hearing this, Ron, uh, um, reading impacts the soul. That's why the Most High wrote a book himself. <laughs> Think about that. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> the book as a means to communicate with his children. Yes. When yeah. you think about it, if, if your attitude is where it needs to be, mm-hmm. it has an impact that you do because all of that deals with the way you see things. It yeah. creates the atmosphere. So if you if you're someone who reads and and is able to think and, 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 you know, impart the things that you're reading, it affects your thoughts, it affects the words that you speak, it affects the actions that you take, it affects mm-hmm. the kind of habits you develop, and more than anything else, it affects the choices that you make. Because mm-hmm. everything you're doing comes from the way you think, and the way mm-hmm. you think is based on things that you impart and input into yourself to give you the reason why you think that way. Right. As it says, that's your, your identity. So whatever mm-hmm. you're thinking about makes you believe of who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, your words become your reality. And when they say your actions determine your character and your habits predict your future and your choices change your life. Mm-hmm. And, and when you look at all those things, they can all come from a position of a learned position, whatever you are taking in. Whatever you are taking into your gates, as we call them, the eyes, the ears, mm-hmm. um, it determines on what's going to come out, depending on how that is, is structured on what's on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people think of that. That's why it's, it's, it's really, really important that we watch what my ch- our children are taking in, because mm-hmm. there are parties that know the power of, of what we call propaganda. The power of media, the power of words and images mixed together creates an atmosphere, creates a a scenario, and then they 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 cover it with the icing 
to give it some type of truth by using something that you're familiar with that you'll relate to to cause it to stay within your mind so now it begins to stimulate the way you're thinking towards the way they want you to think. So books do that for us, but it's in a healthy way. When someone takes that ability and uses it in a negative way, it creates something else. Yes. So, and those can be found in books too. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's yeah. certain books that will, will create an atmosphere. That's why, again, you have to pay attention to what your children are reading. Yep. You got to pay attention to what you're reading. Sometimes exactly. you're reading something and you don't think it's going to affect you, but then you feel some kind of way as you finish reading and you wonder why you feel that way. You know, all that stuff you were taking in. Exactly. You know, hey, it was stimulating you some kind of way, whether it was mentally, whether it was emotionally, whether it was physically, it was affecting you. Yep. And you know, so that, that's key is, is, you know, what you input determines output. Mm-hmm. So if you're reading, for example, if you're reading stuff that elevates and doesn't, that creates encouragement, yeah. then that's what's you. That's where you're going to see things. And mm-hmm. if you read things that are, are, are always looking to lift you up and, and take you to another level, you're going to read and, and enjoy things that do that, and you're going to respond accordingly. You know, if yeah. you're always reading about being the leader or the head, it has a way of taking you in the tea, the areas of operating in things that deal with leadership, things mm-hmm. that deal with responsibility, things that deal with accountability. You know, because, you know, of course, we always have to understand, and we're getting close, um, that we have vision. That's where our imagination is. That's what Daddy blessed us with, imagination, so vision can live there. Because mm-hmm. vision is the source and it's the hope of life. Yes, and people don't realize that vision is the greatest gift outside of salvation that he ever gave us. You know, it's it's the gift of sight. It's not the gift of sight that we can see, but it's the gift of vision. Because mm-hmm. sight is a function of the eyes. The function, vision is a function of the heart. Mm-hmm. So when eyes that look are, 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 you know, common, but eyes that see are rare. So vision is the foundation of everything that makes us who we are in a great way, courage and the fool of persistence. That's why there's, there's a scripture, 29, 18, that says where there's no vision, the people perish. So what it means, vision is the key to fulfilling your purpose. And Amen. the most highest place each and every one of us, and it's designed to give us something to look forward to. So whatever we're geared towards, again, coming back to where in the very beginning when you were talking the things that you were pulled towards, that you were focused on, the things that got your attention, look 20, 30 years later where it took you. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. You are now listening to the best fatherhood radio show in the world, Furthering Fathering Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world, Furthering Fathering Radio Show. Radio Show. Yes, yes, yes. We are so grateful and thankful to all our listeners from around the world. Uh, Share this, like, and subscribe. But we always start and end with the Alpha and the Omega, uh, the Aleph and the Tav, the Aleph Mem Tav, the truth. And in the end, it's important that we read because messages massages the soul and brings you peace and joy. So get the messages that massage the soul from the Most High. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for ultimately we held everything to held together by your word. Words are how everything connects exists and, and, and thrives. So thank you, Lord. You are the Aleph Tav, the beginning and the end, the author and the finisher. So bless us as we read and learn and grow together in the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen, amen. Until next week, shalom. Oh. 
tonight, where we share our five core principles, honor, encouragement, accountability, and reconciliation with up and coming dads, and look forward to sharing the pods with them at some at some point. Also, 